Welcome. Welcome to Economics Echo, the new and improved podcast formerly known as Finance Fridays. Now, first of all, let me just give a shout out to every single one of you for rocking with us in 2020. Every like, comment, share, save is just greatly appreciated and certainly doesn't go unnoticed. But now it's uh, time for a rebrand, a new start and hopefully a positive change too. So if you're as excited as I am, please do consider by joining us by subscribing from your favourite podcast provider. Now some might be curious as to why the change, why the rebrand. Um, I think Economics Echo kind of fits the mould of what we're trying to do here at um, this podcast. Uh, Finance Fridays was cool and everything, but um, just felt like, you know, it was something I botched up in like a few minutes, both the cover art and the name itself. So I think it was nice to kind of spice it up a little bit more, uh, liven it up. And here we are, Economics Echo. Um, You know, economics in the sense that it's based upon economic news weekly, Um, insight and analysis and echo um, because you know it's a podcast and it's sound and noise I thought echo kind of fits that mold and because I've seen kind of newspapers around the world some of them have the echo in their name so I thought that kind of fits well and it's alliteration economics echo ee I don't know but yeah I thought it'd be um, a nice way to change that up and um you know, bring some life to it um, in that sense. And then the cover art itself with the blue um, blue background with the skyscraper, I think it's New York City. I thought that was kind of nice um, economics and like the city financial services type of thing. I don't know. But yeah, uh, that's where we're at. But, um, you know, I know that this podcast will evolve and change even more over time. In the next, I don't know, three to five years or something like that. Um, if we're lucky enough to um, have that longevity, but um, yeah, uh, um, I'm, 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 I've reconciled with that. That that will that's a natural change um, that happens to every type of show or anything like that. So hopefully, you guys will still be on the journey with us, and uh, yeah, excited to the future and what 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 it brings and what it holds. But um, certainly one thing that won't change um, is, you know, my ability to provide more value to you guys, the listener, uh, being more informative and educational um, in that sense. So, yeah, um, hope to keep that as a core value of Economics Echo. And uh, but everything else, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Now, let me address the elephant in the room. For the last two weeks, I was away in dropping episodes um and i was kind of disappointed because um i really tried to be as consistent as i can um i started back in july 10th so yeah uh, i think it was christmas day i was supposed to drop something and then new year's day um that didn't quite materialize and i have a legitimate reason <laughs> i have a legitimate reason um back on christmas eve I had this toothache, but it was, oh my God, it was excruciating. 
the pain was just unbearable. Like, it just felt like someone was, like, drilling my gums. It, oh, like, slicing my... The pain was just horrible. And that... I just couldn't record or turn up to my mic and, you know, do what I I love to do. So, yeah, yeah, that was... <laughs> that was kind of... Kind of a... Uh, a new thing that I had to adjust to. And then, but well, it's still, to this day while I'm recording right now I can still feel the after effects I'm not 100% there but I thought I'd do something um nonetheless um but um yeah definitely need to book an appointment with my uh my dentist in the not not too distant future so we'll see how that um see what they have to say about that but um yeah but you know I'm back now um normal schedule as usual but um this episode dropping now should come up with my normal schedule of every friday drop um each week for the rest of the year so we'll see what happens but um yeah apologies for the the absence but uh back and ready to go let's go let's get into the first episode of the year and a piece of history the very first episode of the Economics Echo podcast, entitled The Cryptocurrency Craze in 2020. Now, of course, whenever we talk about cryptocurrencies, how can we forget and how can we not mention Bitcoin, the most well-known, the most famous cryptocurrency there is anywhere in the world, which has received so much publicity and media attention during 2020 for obvious reasons and of course we will be delving into that particular cryptocurrencies in a little bit more depth later on but for now let's uh kind of define and decipher what cryptocurrencies are their characteristics their uses and just how they kind of came about so we know that cryptocurrencies are digital currencies without a any single administrator or central bank so for example in the united kingdom they have the great british pound which is monitored and administered by the bank of england in japan they have the japanese yen currency and that's monitored printed by the bank of japan in the usa they have a us dollar of course and that's printed and monitored by the Federal Reserve Bank. And these um, cryptocurrencies, uh, they can be exchanged for other currencies, uh, products and or services. Now, let's touch on Bitcoin uh, for a little bit. Uh, Bitcoin is, of course, a well-renowned currency, cryptocurrency that was invented um, back in 2008. And it was actually one of the first cryptocurrencies on the scene Um, and this was kind of created by an unknown group or group of people using the name satoshi nakamoto now if you ask me that kind of sounds japanese however we do not have any record of the nationality of this particular person or group of people agency whatever you want to call it They could have been from, I don't know, South Africa or Peru or any other nation that springs up into my mind. 
Um, but um, that that's kind of the blessing or curse, if you will, of cryptocurrency, particularly Bitcoin. It's that anonymity because, you know, people can use it to kind of cover their tracks. It's not like any other currency. Um, so, for example, some of these criminal gangs or terrorist organizations, they could potentially be using Bitcoin as we speak to facilitate some of their illicit um, trading and just bad practices such as, I don't know, illegal arms trading, um, the drugs trade or potentially uh, sex trafficking of young women and girls, etc. Just all that bad stuff, terrorism, all that all that nonsense so yeah that's kind of the downside of cryptocurrencies bitcoin in particular and you know in 2017 it was estimated that between 2.9 to 5.8 million people had bitcoin holdings globally however i can assure you that in 2020 and in 2021 that number has risen exponentially now depending on who you ask you might get some different viewpoints and sentiments towards Bitcoin. The top economists, uh, Nobel laureates, including Nobel Prize winning economists like Richard Schiller in 2014, Joseph Stiglitz in November 2017, and Richard Thaler in December 2017, have called Bitcoin nothing more than just a speculative bubble. The investor and trading community um, have refer to Bitcoin as a mirage in a bubble. The great Warren Buffett referred to Bitcoin famously as, and I quote, rat poison squared and not a particularly investment worthy asset class. Business executives and CEOs have also called it a bubble and just straight up Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are a fraud. Now, despite these bad sentiments, the currency the cryptocurrency in 2020 has enjoyed strong momentum through the year as analysts, institutional investors and financial services companies turn increasingly bullish on its uses. The same people who criticized Bitcoin in the past. Some observers are even saying Bitcoin could trade as high as $400,000 per token. Now, Bitcoin has had a quite a wild ride in 2020. On March 20, March 12th, back in 2020, Bitcoin price plunged by 39% in a single day, eventually hitting a low of $3,850. On December 31st, Bitcoin prices raced to an all-new record high of over 29000 Bitcoin almost quadrupled in price in uh, 2020, up 47% in the month of December alone and above 29000 No wonder Google searches for Bitcoin price today are up by 750% compared to 2019. In fact, on an annualized basis, Bitcoin is up by Get this, if you compare 2019 to 2020 on an annualized basis, Bitcoin is up by 243 million percent. Let me, let me repeat that, 243 million percent. 
I'll just let that marinate and sink into your head for a second. It's just because those numbers are just astounding. Just what? <laughs> and but the, the strange thing is, we've actually been here before. We've seen this run up um, in the value of of Bitcoin and the the rally that we've seen has happened previously in the year 2017. And let me just remind you what happened back in 2017. We started off the year in January 2017. Bitcoin was trading at just a mere $966 per token. Uh, in December of 2017, one week uh, there were in late December, it slumped to below $11,500, uh, but ended the year at close to $20,000 per token. And, you know, this just goes to show the great volatility that Bitcoin has within it. Um, Bitcoin, in fact, to kind of portray and kind of illustrate the volatility that Bitcoin has, it has volatility seven times greater than gold, eight times greater than the S&P 500 stock market index, and 18 times greater than the United States dollar, an actual living, breathing currency. Now, so what's changed from 2017 to 2020? What similarities and you know, what, what, what's different? For me, the key thing is the big change and the big turning point for Bitcoin is the increased institutional investor confidence it has gained. Um, the acceptance of Bitcoin as a future store of value, which is, by the way, one of the determinants or uh, one of the things that defines what is considered a currency and what is not. The Bank of America, a big investment management company, um, showed that long Bitcoin was the third most overcrowded trade in December. Um, of 2020, beating gold and corporate bonds, which just goes further to show the increased confidence that um, many institutions globally have uh, shown towards Bitcoin, even the ones who previously have criticized Bitcoins. So 2017, 2020, and we are now officially in 2021. You know, last year was a tumultuous one, to put it mildly. But against that backdrop, the blockchain and cryptocurrency sectors continued to advance, develop and grow. Whether it took the form of increased regulatory attention and clarification or the wider adoption of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies as a medium of exchange. So it begs the question. What is the outlook for cryptocurrencies in the year 2021? Here are my predictions. Prediction number one. Central banks will launch their very own digital currencies. You know, we actually heard murmurs and rumors of this back last year. Um, the president of the European Central Bank in the Eurozone, Miss Christine Lagarde was kind of flirting with the idea. 
In Asia, the People's Bank of China has been reportedly exploring the idea of launching its own digital currency. Maybe the Bank of England could enter the cryptocurrency space. Or potentially the Federal Reserve Bank of the United States. Less likely, but who knows. I don't think it's a question of if this will happen in the near future. I think more the question is who? Who will pull the trigger first and launch their very own digital currency? Prediction number two, tax enforcement will escalate. What do I mean by this? Well, with the run-up in cryptocurrency prices and values in 2020, I fully expect global authorities to say, hold on here just one second. This is potentially a large tax revenue source. And because of it, I think they will start implementing special crypto tax systems in order to reap the massive potential of reward in the cryptocurrency industry and space. Now, another thing to kind of watch out for in the cryptocurrency industry for 2021 is definitely celebrity exuberance. We saw a little bit of this last year when Lil Yachty, the hip-hop rapper, introduced us to Yachty Coin, joining a whole host of other hip-hop artists. Um, there's Nas, who's invested in cryptocurrency trading platform Coinbase. The Game, he's on the advisory board at Paragon, a cryptocurrency startup tailored to the marijuana industry. Then there's Rally, a special token platform, and Rally has affiliates such as Akon and Jaru. Let's not forget, Akon grabbed headlines with his plans to build a cryptocurrency city earlier on last year in 2020. He's actually started construction on the $4 billion Akon City, a futuristic cryptocurrency-themed city that will exclusively use the A-Coin, that's A-Coin, digital currency. So I expect that to continue as well. And don't be surprised if someone like a, I don't know, Donald Trump enters the crypto space, you know, in a few days he'll be leaving office and probably in his Mar-a-Lago resort just playing golf all day. That might get a little bit boring. So why not launch your very own cryptocurrency, Mr. Trump? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Now it's your turn. What is your outlook for cryptocurrencies in the year 2021? Are you sold by the whole idea? Do you see cryptocurrencies and digital currencies as the future? Maybe one of your New Year's resolutions is to eventually buy Bitcoin at some point this year. You know, it's currently trading at $31 per token. Perhaps it's time to jump in. Who knows? I'm not a financial advisor. But um, aside from that, thanks a lot for tuning in. We'd love to hear your opinions and thoughts on the rebrand, crypto, everything else, hashtag economics echo to join in the conversation and uh hope to catch you in the next one but until then 
This is Economics Echo, signing out. Peace.